0: guys, welcome back to another episode of How Do You Say Podcast with me, Naomi. And it's just me today, I'm, um, I'm, but, well oh, anyway, it's just me, but I'm joined by my favourite cousin, Edward.
1: Hey! <laughs> Finally.
0: This is my cousin Edward. Um, guys, um, Edward is a busy man, let me just tell you. I, it's been hard, it's, it's been hard to get him here.
1: Yeah, that's all I can but, say.
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I appreciate you being here. Thank you very much.
1: You're welcome. And I'm, I'm, I'm actually happy I, I'm here. We would have done this much earlier, but um yeah, Zambian problems. Yeah, so the, the busy that. part is actually not entirely true, but yeah, I'm glad I'm here. <laughs> <laughs>
0: okay, so the busyness wasn't his fault. It was, um, what's the word? What's the word? I don't know. Anyway, yeah. <laughs> um, so, Edward is currently in Zambia. We are doing this remotely. Thank God for technology. However, you also moved or you went to study in Rwanda. Yep. So, um, I remember when um, Auntie someone told me that where you... Anyway. Oh, my God. So one of my aunties was like, Oh, Edward's gone to study and then she went in Luanda <laughs> and I thought she's gone he's gone to study in Luanda, but it was just, you know, Bembers and that R R thing. It's
1: pretty close to
0: So Edward, tell us about yourself.
1: So hey everybody. As was uh, as I was rightly introduced, um favourite cousin. <laughs> that's that's enough introduction I missed already, <laughs> but yeah, so um, I'm very Zambian, I'm currently in Zambia, recently uh, graduated from the African Leadership University in Rwanda, wow. that was my um campus, uh, my campus's location, of course, there are several others, but I was actually based in Rwanda, and yeah, seems like it's going to be a fun podcast.
0: <laughs> what did you study?
1: I did International Law and Trade.
0: <clears throat> wow, wow. Business. Uh, smart.
1: Oh no, no, <laughs> don't do that. <laughs> did
0: you get um? Did you get the pressure to like you're going to be a doctor, you're going to be a lawyer, you're going to be a pilot?
1: Yeah, I mean, I think every. Uh, let me not say everybody. Most African children that have grown up in Africa and like, <laughs> 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 yeah, they usually get that pressure, and I think I was no exception. So, but um, lucky for me, I. I don't know, I just, I, I sort of grew up in a family that, to, to an extent, it's sort of, uh, you know, liberal, they, they let it go to an extent. They
2: mm-hmm. Therefore,
1: they way of giving you pressure, but um, maybe it's because I was very, I don't know, stubborn, but I didn't <laughs> go into what I did because of anybody's uh, perception of what I should do. It was entirely mm. my choice. <clears throat> yeah.
0: Wow. He said, I'm going to choose what I'm going to do, and I'm going to do it.
1: Mm-hmm. You're right, you're right.
0: Um my little what, sister you did, you, is currently get getting that? No, I
1: definitely
0: got that. Really? Yeah, from Dad.
1: That was about to say the same thing. Knowing you're
0: dad. <laughs> <laughs> dad is still waiting for his lawyer or his pilot or his doctor or his accountant. Um he's currently um pressuring Misha with that same Thingam- magic, and then misha was like no i'm not gonna be any of that and now this morning he was telling me like naomi you need to sit down with misha and tell her if her friends want to do something else that's their decision but whatever she wants to do she should stick to it <laughs> <laughs> like he thinks her friends are leading her astray
1: he might have a point or he might not
0: no, he definitely doesn't. There's no. I mean,
1: I don't think he's he's, he's given up on it that easily. Trust me.
0: Hmm. He he hasn't given up. He there's still time. Even um, if I have kids, he'll he'll start from early.
1: <laughs> so nobody's, from
0: early or begin.
1: Nobody's uh, nobody wants to do the pilot lawyer thing.
0: No. <laughs> We've all disappointed him. I even went to English. T- I went to uni to study English.
1: How did he take it?
0: I that? mean, her. Huh? Uh, it's surprising, I think, because when I was applying for unis, he didn't know that I, it was time I was applying. So oh. I think a lot of parents know, because it's normally around like September, October time that you start thinking about what you're going to apply and like where you're going to go. But he didn't know. So I kind of just did my thing, applied. I don't think I told him. And then. I think at some point he asked like, Oh, are you going to uni? And I was like, Yeah, I applied to do English or whatever and he was just like, Oh, okay. And then and then like we didn't really talk about it again.
1: <laughs> well, really? Yeah. And uh for your masters?
0: Uh he didn't know. I didn't I didn't discuss that with him. Oh, like at the end of my undergrad, he was kind of like, Are you coming back home? And I was like, No. I'm going to stay and do a master's. And he was like, okay, what are you studying? And I told him, like, globalization, politics, conflict, human rights. And then what does my dad hear? My dad hears and starts telling everybody, Naomi's going to be a lawyer. (laughs) I'm just thinking, what? That's not what I said. (laughs) Naomi's doing a master's. She's studying law. I'm like, no, I'm not.
1: Wait, is it because you said something to do with human rights?
0: It's because I said politics.
1: Oh, okay. I mean, <laughs> that's very typical of Zambian pirates.
0: Yeah, so, and then um, I think he told someone I was moving to Canada, like I'd got a job in Canada. So then one of our cousins messaged me, like, oh my God, congratulations, I heard you're getting a job in Canada. And I just knew, I knew it was dad and his <laughs> stories. And I was just like, oh, he needs to be stopped.
1: Wait, but how did he come up with the Canada story? You had something um, to do with Canada?
0: No, I don't have literally. I don't have, I don't know where it came from. I don't know. Maybe it's he's hearing voices, Edwards.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but he, if, he, if he is, it means he's been hearing them for a long time. I'm <laughs> <quite a>, dead! <laughs> it's quite a vibe.
0: <laughs> um, okay, enough about me. So, how did you like? Tell us about your experience moving to Rwanda. How old were you? Um, How did you settle in? Did you miss home? Give us all the tea.
1: Oh, the tea. I don't take tea, actually, so I'll give you guys the juice. Wow. How's
0: that? Do you not like tea?
1: (laughs) No, I don't.
0: Really? Not even fresh pack?
1: Yo, fresh pack is actually nice. You mean It's it's the one in the yellow thing, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah, that one's nice. Maybe a little bit but the juice right um so i actually went to kigali the capital city of Rwanda, when i was i think 19 if i'm not mistaken so the thing is i had gone to another university before i had gone to the african leadership university so mm. i had gone to university in zambia and um well i was doing fairly fine i was studying law there i was doing fairly fine i, I must say, loved it there but uh after a couple of Semesters, I decided, um, and after getting accepted into uh, to the African Leadership University, I decided it was too good of an opportunity to miss. I mean, it's quite a difficult school to go into, and all of that, and it was fully sponsored and everything like that. So I, <clears throat> I went to Kigali. I think mm-hmm. for an African country, it amazed me. I a lot about me has changed since I went to Kigali. I must say. A lot of what i want to do a lot of what i do has actually been uh, as a product of um, the growth that i have experienced since i've been to kigali so mm-hmm. um i love to say this and I, I don't know how others interpret it but i think i became more african since i went to kigali to be honest i appreciated mm-hmm. my identity as an african more since i went there so i think just to make it less complicated it's an amazing city Pretty clean, not pretty. It's super clean, cleaner than most of the what? Western cities that I've been to. It's it's amazing. There's low and order, but again, like any other city, it's got its own problems, right? Like any other mm-hmm. country, it's got its many problems. Did you hear that?
2: Mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so it, it it was amazing. But I again, I was I was away from my family for the first time, so I think in the first month I got home sick, um, mm. but luckily I had been to boarding school. I had gone to boys' boarding school before my college journey, so <coughs> I think that helped out with uh, cushioning the the shock. But I think the biggest thing I experienced was culture shock. So, like, there's literally fifty four African nationalities represented at the school, so mm-hmm. it's very rare because of the low admission rate that you're gonna find as many countrymen and women from I mean countrymen and women of yours as you'd want to so you would be forced to interact with people from different African countries and I think that's the moment I realized damn we're actually very diverse so there was a lot of culture shock in terms of food in terms of just social life and everything like that so there was a lot of adjusting to do it actually took me more than a year before I finally felt the Okay, I miss being in Kigali because of the people. Mm. Otherwise, it was mainly. <coughs> Sorry about that. Otherwise, it was mainly. <laughs> um, <laughs> otherwise, it was mainly just um, the place and not the people. But yeah, that's about Gali.
0: How far away? Like, um, is it from Zambia? Like, uh, how long is the flight? Three hours. It's pretty. Oh, okay. It's a pretty
1: short flight, right? Uh huh. It is.
0: Um, I I, th- I think it's short. Yeah, it's not very long. Yeah. So, um, how often would you go home?
1: Um, once a year, every summer. <coughs> uh, depending on where I would be, uh, at that time. But I think I've. Wait, let me think. Yeah, since I went for my freshman year, I've been home eh, once every year, and it's always in the summer. Sometimes, it, at one time, it was in the beginning of the summer, and then the rest of the times I usually went there after, like, towards the end of summer, the summer break. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. And it's, how it's nice
0: small. you are? Sorry? What did you say?
1: And then it's, it's a pretty small country, I must say. Did you know it's actually the size of, I don't know how true this is, I'd have to fact check it, but it's, somebody said it's the size of uh, like a few national park, the entire country, not the city.
0: Oh, I, I mean, I I don't really get that reference because I don't know how big that park is. So <laughs> no,
1: but you don't you don't expect a park to be as big as a country, do you?
0: Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. That's interesting. So it's like really really small. So did you go to everywhere in Rwanda?
1: Did uh, you explore?
0: That's my question.
1: No, I think I've done more. Experience. Of other African countries than I have of Rwanda, itself. but I've been to one other city. It's another tourist city. You know where the gorillas are found?
0: <clears throat> okay.
1: Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The gorillas. I'm, I'm sure that's what makes uh, Rwanda famous. But yeah, so I've been to one, um, one other <clears throat> city from Kigali.
0: You saw gorillas, you?
1: No, I didn't see gorillas. I didn't see gorillas. I said I've been to that. You city. just
0: went to where? The gor- you went to the city where gorillas are and you didn't go to see the gorillas?
1: Yeah. Precisely. Right. <laughs> <is it? laughs> Wait,
0: have
1: you, are you sure? seen gorillas before?
0: No, I haven't. Uh, I think I've seen gorillas at London Zoo, actually.
1: Wait, you guys have gorillas there?
0: Well, it's in a zoo. There's everything there.
1: Oh, okay. <laughs> wow. <laughs> They're not just yeah. outside.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, it's- Gorillas.
0: Have you ever seen a snake in Zambia, like on the floor?
1: Oh yeah, actually, when I came by, it's, it was last month. Actually, I was scared. <coughs> I hate snakes, by the way. Not, okay. I mean, not hate, but I just don't like them. Um <laughs> yeah. They really freak me out. So I saw one. Would you say you're grow.
0: you're scared of snakes?
1: Yeah, yeah, pretty scared. Okay. It's it's a fear I don't want to conquer. Are you not scared of snakes?
0: <laughs> am I scared of snakes? I feel like I'm scared. Like, my fear of snakes was passed down in my DNA. I have no reason to be scared of snakes because there's none here. But it seems oh. I am because of the, the, the aunties and uncles around me. Have
1: you encountered one?
0: No, only in a zoo behind a glass box. Oh,
1: so it's a fancy It's a snake that has gone to private school. Yeah, that's a private school snake. <laughs>
0: I did work once in a um a, a few years ago or anyway I worked in a summer school where it was in like the forest and that area had snakes and it, it was like there was um international kids there and a lot of the kids had said they'd seen snakes like when they were playing in the bushes which they were told not to do but yeah they said they saw snakes and I remember once I was walking um in the dark from like one side to the other and then I heard this like rattling and i just ran i didn't even look to see if it was a snake or a mouse or whatever it could have been (laughs) i just ran
1: well um yeah i i I it was a snake they're pretty sneaky and uh, good at that you rarely know there are snakes around that's what i heard about them
0: no thank you so you saw you saw a snake tell us about that encounter
1: so i was i was coming back from escorting a friend What come to check on me i had just come back home and then on my way inside i was with another friend (laughs) so on my way my friend opens the door he goes in and then i open the door and close it because i was the last one right i close Mm -hmm. it and then i'm on my phone standing still on just just after you enter so i'm looking at my phone and then i feel some sort of like the door is sort of moving and then i look back and then so what happened is when i was going in the snake was going in so when I close the door, it's like I sort of, you know, closed it closed it while he was still trying to go in. So the I want, I don't wanna say the tail, I don't know what that is, but the behind was <laughs>
0: the end of it. <laughs> the
1: end of it. <laughs> the finish. <laughs> but anyway, so yeah, the 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 come on. The 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 behind was outside the door and then the head yeah the head was inside and then oh my god, I was screaming. but luckily my friend was already inside so <clears throat> but then what happened is we couldn't if we were to if we were to kill it, we had to open the door because eventually it sort of like went into so there was an opening between the door and the floor. so it went like just in between like that uh, that space. So we had to open the door to kill it. So mm-hmm. nobody was brave enough inside the house to, to kill it. And then I didn't want to kill <laughs> it. I didn't want to kill it honestly. And so what we did is um we caught somebody from the outside. Literally some that person took forty five minutes. You can imagine how <laughs> <it turned. laughs> So we they came out they came with a stick open for it and then it went over and it it we went to the stick and yeah, so we just the the man just picked it up and then went to let it go into the wild. Because the thing is, we live pretty close to some protected area,
0: oh, so I understand
1: as I, I, I understand why. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
0: Well, good on you for not killing it.
1: Would you? What would you do? Would you kill it?
0: Um. Uh, me. First, my soul would leave my body. <laughs> Secondly, I would just have to go to another room and just not deal with that. You know, I'm not, that's not my problem. I'm not dealing with it. You guys can deal with it.
1: I'm not enrolled. Oh, you were, wait, 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 what? what? You were thinking this? You guys, I'm, I'm talking about you being alone.
0: No, it's not going to happen to me when I'm alone, though. How sure were you? I'm sure, I'm 100% sure. I'd, Edward, I'd just die. You think I wouldn't die?
1: Well, you would and eventually you even would wake up, don't you think?
0: My body would go fight or flight mode. No. I just... <laughs> oh, no. I don't. I can't even think about it. The, the thi- I need to, like... This is a fear that I'm willing to unlearn. Because I feel like... A snake's one of those things where they're more scared of me than I am of them. Hmm. I feel like they are so and I feel like I I'm not a good runner but I could potentially outrun a snake could I not yeah you could and I could also just step
1: over it or step on it.
0: no because you know and then my foot would press on its head and then I'd hear that squish no thank you and then I'd have nightmares about it for the rest of my life
1: yeah and it's very rare that um snakes chase after people See? so I know
0: Did you hear like I remember um <clears throat> I don't know when that was but my granddad sent me a video of this lady and like this it, I think it was in Thailand or somewhere in eastern asia and then <clears throat> it's like this farm area farm you like marshland and then this old lady went out for a walk or something and then her family realized she hadn't come back for a while so i think the next day um they went to go and look for her and then they found like her blanket or you know like the wrapper yeah they found her wrapper on the floor and then they saw like a massive snake that couldn't move from how full it was and then they cut the snake open and my granddad sent me the video of them cutting the snake open and then the old lady was in there fully clothed just inside the snake Still alive? No, she was dead.
1: Oh shit! Whoa, that must have been a big snake. It
0: was. It was just big from from eating her, and then it couldn't physically move.
1: Yeah, I think I've I've heard of such snakes. <clears throat> Those hmm.
0: are snakes I don't want to encounter.
1: So there are the the other types you want to encounter. Mm. Sure, I, I I can arrange that when you're back.
0: No, you don't need to arrange it. It's fine.
1: No, don't worry. I insist.
0: Maybe like a snake that won't bite me.
1: No, I, I, I want you to encounter one unexpectedly.
0: Wait, but you know some people like, you know when, um, I don't know, like at a zoo or something and then they let you hold the snake and then the person's like, don't worry, it won't bite. But how do you know it won't bite? Because <laughs> you, you don't know that it won't bite until it bites someone.
1: Yeah, th- then they'll know that it bites. But I mean,
0: and then it's go- too
1: late. <clears throat> yeah, <laughs> but I wouldn't even do it at a zoo.
0: You wouldn't hold a snake at a zoo.
1: Nah, nah. I don't, okay, honestly, I don't, I don't get the reason you guys go to zoo.
0: You don't get. I don't believe in zoos now. I don't not believe in <laughs> zoos. If it's like for conservation, like say this species is dying out, and then they need to. Like try and protect it or something, then I get zoos. But things like, you know, sea life in America, where it's just the whale going round and round for humans' entertainment, that doesn't really sit right with me.
1: Doing tricks and all of that. Yeah. Well, I, I honestly don't even think zoos are a good conservation strategy anymore. I mean, I don't know. But...
0: Ooh! Let's get into it. Why?
1: I don't... Unless I understand the zoo concept to be what it's not but what you mean it's uh, a species, A species running out it's going extinct and then you take it to a zoo I mean f- zoos are for for sure right
0: yeah yeah so you feel like they can they can try and save the species without like parading it for us
1: exactly keep them keep them where they were because I mean first of all I think they stand a better chance of surviving if they're in the environment they are supposed to be in and mm-hmm. um <coughs> Yeah, I think it's it's better that way. But I think there's a lot of um species that have been taken to zoos in the name of conservation that have actually uh, met the objectives of why they were taken to zoos, they reproduced, but when they're let into the wild, they're not what they were. Like it's just yeah. something else.
0: Yeah, yeah. Get it? I hear that.
1: And I think animals get pretty traumatized, wild animals are. There. Yeah. <laughs> you know that's just me.
0: Mm, hashtag say no to zoos.
1: <laughs> yeah, that's a good word. But wait, <laughs> have you been to a, to a national park or anything? I mean, the wild? Um,
0: no, I haven't.
1: Oh.
0: Are you gonna take me? Yeah,
1: sure. You it's know, cool. pretty Fine. close to Lusaka, it's like 45 minutes.
0: Well, you know, I'm not a Lusaka girl, I'm a Keto girl. Coppola gal.
1: Oh, really? Is not even that popular, I think.
0: Um, I, I think it is.
1: Yeah, it's pretty much the headquarters, but yeah.
0: Thank you. You thought you <laughs> could trick me there, didn't you?
1: <laughs> but yeah, no, but you should go to Trinational Park.
0: I would love to.
1: hmm. You should. I
0: can feed the zebras, I can stroke a giraffe. You can do what? Feed a zebra and stroke a giraffe. Why? Well, just
1: because. You're not scared of them? Okay, I know not they're really friendly animals.
0: Yeah, maybe a lion. I'm not going to go near that.
1: Oh, I think it's pretty the same.
0: Really? you'd You'd approach a lion the same way you would, like, a giraffe or something.
1: Obviously not in the same manner, but I mean... If I would be courageous enough to to feed a zebra, then I would be courageous enough to strike a lion.
0: Okay. Okay, I hear that.
1: Want to try that with me? I've never done it before, first of all.
0: Really? We can do it together. Mm-hmm. See? Yay. Yay. <laughs> <laughs> Yesterday was um, Zambia's Independence Day. Zambia turned... 56, I believe. 56, right?
2: Yeah, 56.
0: So, yesterday, 56 years ago, Zambia gained their independence from the British. Correct?
1: Yeah. What do you mean, correct? Of course.
0: Okay, well, because maybe English is a better term. Is it English or (laughs) British? No, British. Okay, from the colonizers.
1: Mm Mm-hmm. A better word for (laughs) <laughs> I don't know why, but I like. And then, um, like and then yes. Yeah, so, then um,
0: you were okay. Um, so did you celebrate at all in Zambia? Was there any celebrations going on?
1: Yeah, of course, there were celebrations, but a little different this time around. Of course, the new normal. I think, unlike the normal days where there would be processions, parades going on in the streets of course organized and funded by the government there was nothing like that except a ceremony that was I think toned down to a hundred people that was held at State House and then they were taking the flowers to I don't know what they call that statue but I'm sure you know this there's that statue government complex that broke the chain, it's actually on the money
0: oh the the freedom statue is it called? I don't
1: know yeah okay let's call it that but yeah so it was pretty much same thing, but a little different with uh, smaller number of people.
0: Oh, that's nice.
1: Mm-hmm. But I did um, celebrate so
0: too. <clears throat> you didn't celebrate. I did. You did.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: How did you celebrate?
1: So there was um there was a cinema that was showing um uh, local movie about um Fiala. pretty amazing concept very rare especially for for zambians to have something as zambian as that was concept was entirely zambian producers were zambian the actors and actresses were zambian so it was pretty nice way to celebrate and then after the whole screening there was um like a whole small party of course adhering to covid19 uh, mm,
0: mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. um um what does what does um Independence Day mean to you as a born and bred Zambian?
1: Well, I think it it, it if, if I was to be honest, I think it simply means my identity because without without independence, I don't think um I would be the Zambian that I am if I were to mm-hmm. So I think it has a lot to do with my uh, my identity, and I think it's. It's a sentiment I share with a lot of um, other Africans. And though there's a lot of talk about, oh, no, are we really free? I mean, we have a lot of debt. There's a lot of, you know, political influence from the outside. Are we really free? I mean, that question is neither here nor there, because the truth is, in one way, we are free. right? And I think mm-hmm. it, would, it would be too much of us to ask of the generation that fought for independence say you liberated us from slavery and colonizers and then you have to do the heavy lifting for economic recovery so I think I think the Kaundas the Kapopos did their part and well we, we should do our own and I think ours is the economic part so yeah it means my identity
0: wow it's interesting that you said um well like let's get into that you said like people say are we really free but then you mentioned Mm -hmm. the people that fought for our freedom like maybe it was too much for them to then completely cut themselves off from the western parts who now interfere with the country yeah Why, why do you feel that way
1: well I mean the truth is there's there's a lot could have been done differently, that could have put us at a better point uh, economically as African countries. But I think most of what would be expected of a generation was done to the, to the book, like it was perfect. Um, mm-hmm. I think they did the best we could expect from a generation. I think fighting colonialism in itself was not an easy task, to be honest. And mm-hmm. um, sometimes people are, are influenced into um into thinking that let me not call them heroes but our freedom fighters are worth their respect mm-hmm. sometimes just because you grew up reading in a book to say oh no Kenneth Kaunda must be respected he did something good but the truth is as you grow older and perhaps as you get to experience a lot of things yourself as an adult you get to appreciate and reflect and see say oh actually that took a lot of courage or that took a lot of i don't know sacrifice so my point really is that they did what could, what should be expected of a generation. And I yeah. think most of what we claim we want and we, we are worth right now is because at some point, somebody uh, in that generation found it necessary that they begin the whole thing. And I must be honest, it's not going to, even our generation, even if we did everything right, we wouldn't take Africa to the level it should be. I'm talking about that, mm. so yeah, we would not take them to the level it should be. Hmm. Interesting. Yeah.
0: That's interesting sir. I don't. I don't know what to say to that.
1: Kind of here?
0: Um. Have I? Oh. Can you hear that? Yeah, I can hear you. No, can you hear music in the background? Dad's just got that. Yeah, yeah, I can. <laughs> well. Oh no. Anyway, um, have I ever celebrated independence in Zambia? hmm No, I've never.
1: Oh. Strange. Or nine. Hmm. Actually in terms of uh ceremonies, that's not really much. There.
0: But I just want to experience, you know, the vibes. The way mum make it sounds like, it's like, yeah, everyone's having fun, blah, blah, blah. I just want the vibes, you know?
1: Yeah, I think it's pretty much the vibes. That's the best you can get from it, to be honest. Yeah, you're right. Mm. Mm-hmm. One day. Yeah, hopefully soon,
0: right? Um, I'm going to start a committee for my ticket, so maybe. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. If you'd like to contribute, you know, that would be nice. <laughs>
1: <laughs> sure, I would love that. <laughs> um,
0: mm-hmm. What else was I going to say? Um, So, you said you, have you graduated? Or you finished, well, anyway?
1: Was, yeah, I've finished, yeah.
0: And what's next for you? You can say as much well, or as little as you want.
1: Yeah, um at this point I'm thinking well um, I wanna go on with my uh, studies. Like move on to, to Masters and um but then I, I, I also wanna uh, explore more writing. To be honest, more writing and in and around um black history. So yeah, so <laughs> I'm, I'm trying to go that way. At this point I think it's still blurry um uh vision if i must call it Uh, Mm -hmm. i don't know what might happen next month but all i know is that in the long term it must be something to do with uh, Mm black history and writing
0: do you have to um know by a certain point or can you just like go with the flow
1: i want to go with the flow and the thing is i think for, for the most part of my life i've been too oh no i must i must have this by the book i must you know plan ahead otherwise if it's too abrupt it's not gonna look as good as it's supposed to it's gonna be a bad experience but at this point i think i'm ready for, for that bumpy ride i, I want to go with the flow
0: that's exciting i hope it goes well you're going with the flow <laughs>
1: <laughs> but um, you're way ahead me, right i was so you're way ahead i mean you've done your masters what now
0: yeah um, what oh. now I'm um, just, I'm also going with the flow, you know? I'm currently doing an internship. Oh. So, Wait,
1: do you, do
0: um... Only... Uh, well, at the moment, it's um, online, because a lot of it is, like, research. Oh. So, at the moment, it's online. That's only for a month, though, so when that um finishes yeah i'm going to have to get my life together
1: oh scary when you say that
0: it it's very scary <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah but you have you have no plan of what it looks like after that
0: no um i think i kind of have a plan in my head i just but i just can't execute it i mean i don't know i actually don't know
1: Interesting. <laughs> it, it, it's actually uh, comforting to hear somebody say they actually haven't figured it out as well. So yeah, interesting.
0: Yeah, we're all in the same boat. <laughs>
1: yeah. <laughs> but we but will hey, figure it out. Why not come back? Come back home.
0: No, I do. Like I have said to my mum, like I'd like to like go to Zambia for a year or something. But I'm only gonna come if. I have like a plan. I'm not gonna come there and be like I am now, and just
1: I'm not sure yeah. what I'm gonna
0: do, blah blah blah
1: yeah, that's pretty risky
0: like if i if I um find a job or something or if someone who knows someone wants to hook me up, you know then yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> then I'm down for it, but um, I'm not gonna rush
1: into it, sure, sure, I get you.
0: Um, what What was I going to say? I feel like I have something else to say. Um, no, I don't, oh, no, I don't have anything
1: else to say. You, you're actually about to say something before I... Uh, no,
0: but it's just so random. I was just going to say, like, I saw online, um, I saw someone asking why, uh, Zambian music doesn't get as, like, why it doesn't blow the same way, like, Nigerian music word or South African music, what are your thoughts on that?
1: Well, trust me, that, that has been a lot, I mean, there's been a lot of debate about that everywhere, mm-hmm. my friends and other, mm-hmm. but let me, I think there's a lot of need, not mainly from anybody's, I mean, not on anybody else's side, but the artists themselves, to be honest. I think really? there's a lot of, yeah and it's it's a really unpopular thought but i think i go i still subscribe to it anyway because i think there's nothing different in terms of the environment in zambia to that in south africa and nigeria i think it's actually tougher of an environment in nigeria than it is in zambia there's some level of support from the government whereas in countries like nigeria there's none people want to make us believe that oh no the government is doing something um, for the Nigerians, I just think they are t- it's tough out there. So I think mm-hmm. um, well, I, I have to acknowledge the fact that there's been a lot of progress that has been made by those that are actually in the Zambian music space right now, but I think they can do better. And I don't know how, all I know is that they can do better. <laughs> <laughs> but then again, I think there's need for business, uh, I don't know, business awareness you know, in mm-hmm. the space. I think there's a lot of taking taking music as a hobby. Maybe because it's because the Zambian the Zambian market is too small and people get too comfortable with the money they get. But I think going going beyond Zambia and getting the Africa uh, the the worldwide attention deserves more than talent. It has to go beyond talent. It has to it it has to have a lot to do with business. It's rare that people with talent make it that big out of like the blues like oops i'm big no Mm -hmm. it's usually deliberate Mm -hmm. yeah
0: but what if like someone isn't marketable then they're not gonna but also do you not feel like um like i mentioned nigeria but that's a big population and there's a lot of people in the diaspora who can you know um help like spread their music but i feel like in Zambia there isn't that
1: yeah, I think I think you've got a point with the, 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 the population. But I think there's only to a certain level that such a reason would hold. Like maybe, let's say, the streaming numbers, you get the point? Like the streaming <laughs> numbers. But mm-hmm. I mean, when it gets to a point where you are big, like Brenner Boy, you know, you get called for big uh, concerts and all of that, and people just love your music for what it is. I think they are untalented artists. In Zambia as banana boy, I, I don't, I, I don't know about that, but I think there is, and I think you raised something pretty salient. I think you talked about uh, marketing and all of that. I think maybe that's mm. also an area that we we should look into. But then mm-hmm. again, I still maintain the fact that there's more work to do on the Ashes side than there is on people in the diaspora that are Zambian or the Zambians themselves that live in Zambia.
0: Yeah. Um, off the top of your head, who are like three Zambian artists that you think could be as big as Burner Boy?
1: Chef One Eighty Seven. Yeah. Um. This is oh Natasha Chansa. I think it's Natasha. Oh Changsa.
0: yeah, yeah.
1: Yeah, that one, and the last one. There's a guy. There's there's a guy called Vincenzo. He's pretty good.
0: Oh Vincenzo, I've never heard of him.
1: Yeah, he's pretty good too. And I think now that you <laughs> thank you for for reminding me about that. I think there's also and if you look at these three yeah, not in the uh, yeah, these three, all of them. There's this level of authenticity that they have, right? The Zambianness mm-hmm. in them. At
0: mm-hmm. least
1: you've heard at least you know of Chef. And I think, you know, it doesn't always have to be a language interpreted into English for you to go big. And I think Chef as an artist is conquering that idea. Like even with local language people can still vibe to your music.
0: Yeah.
1: Mhm. So I think that's yeah.
0: pretty good. Yeah, that makes sense. Oh, okay, I get it. Cuz maybe like people feel like they have to like rap in an American accent or blah 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 to blow when like yeah. the music we listen to from like international music is isn't always in English. So good for chef 187 for staying true to his couple of roots.
1: You, you you just had to mention the copain thing, right?
0: Yeah, you know. <laughs> we bring out the best Chandanake Abanoli You know about those guys? Yeah. Like <laughs> <laughs> I like their music, yeah.
1: For dancing?
0: For uh I mean I just like the vibes. <laughs> no Wait, dancing, just dance? vibes. Mm-hmm. Can I dance?
1: Oh you're like your dad. Mm,
0: can my dad dance? No, he can't. I'm asking you. He, he can dance.
1: He can.
0: M- Misha's laughing. <laughs>
1: <laughs> but one thing I know is is that he's uh, he likes to dance. But
0: he he likes to dance. I wouldn't I wouldn't really call it dancing. He kind of does this thing where he like bends over and then kind of moves his like
1: upper body and his arms. But wait, have you noticed that? It's not only him that does it, but even the sisters do the same thing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I have to see you dance. I, I just pray you don't do the same thing.
0: I can't dance, sorry. I'm going to be honest. I can't
1: dance. At all at all?
0: Um, I can kind of move to the beat. You know, I can
1: sway. With your upper body like you're dancing?
0: I can sway with my upper body, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Um, but no, I can't dance.
1: Can you dance? No, well, no, and yes, depending on my mood. I I hope you get what I mean by mood.
0: Oh yeah, it also depends on my mood. The thing is, when I'm in the mood, I will dance, and not that I'm any good, but I will.
1: <laughs> you dance anyway.
0: Yeah.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: You see.
0: But um, if you catch me, you know. 2 p.m. on a Monday, then, yeah, I'm just going to move my upper body.
1: (laughs) Not that we didn't expect it. (laughs) Rude. (laughs) Yeah, but and then again, songs from Coppola are pretty difficult to dance to.
0: Really? Because they're like, why?
1: They just have this certain way, this certain level of energy, first of all, that you're supposed to have. And yeah, but
0: how how are a couple of people dancing to them if they're hard to dance to? Wait, you've said that.
1: You, just look at how those dancers look like. Those are. Little- I'm
0: dead. <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh my are you God. saying that's
0: not dancing?
1: No, it is dancing. It's it is dancing, but it looks oh my, it's it's aggressive and heavy dancing.
0: Yeah, definitely. <laughs>
1: one of these days you should try dancing to a couple of songs in a couple of way in front of the mirror you're going to see how stupid it makes you look I, i've 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 done it before and I just went like oh my god no no <laughs> yeah. okay I,
0: there's one dance i'm trying to think of but i can't remember um the name it's the song yeah it's a couple of song but i
1: can't and we dance
0: no, not that one. I think it's from earlier this year or like late last year.
1: What a lot of dances. Is this, is this new? One? Oh, yeah,
0: I remember. It's oh, I am boom. No, no. Ah, ah, okay. boom.
1: Hey, hey, hey.
0: oh, boom. Was that this year?
1: Hey, guys, I'm doing a podcast. Yeah, I was this year.
0: Oh, hey, guys, he's doing a podcast. Okay, friends, apologies. We experienced some technical difficulties. Um, but we are back. I'm still with Edward, and we're gonna dive straight. Oh, also um off air, Edward just told me that the Chandanake that we were just talking about have endorsed um a uh, would you say they've endorsed like a political party?
1: Mm-hmm. The ruling party
0: They've endorsed a political party whom um many of the Zambian people are unhappy with. so a lot of people are kind of divided about how they feel about that. Yeah. Okay, anyway, Edward, you were asking me something.
1: Yeah, I was saying, from 1 to 100, at what, what level are you with your member?
0: Um. <laughs> Don't give me
1: anything below 80.
0: Really? I'm thinking, like, I'm thinking 25, you know.
1: Oh, that's pretty good, honestly.
0: No, I wish it was better.
1: Do you speak it? Do you you, you speak Timber? Like, when you're in the house and everything? No. No. Really?
0: Yeah. Okay.
1: Your dad looks like... Not looks like, but I know he would like to speak a lot of (coughs) Timber.
0: No, he's actually the opposite, you know.
1: Isn't it Taryn speaking English the entire time?
0: <laughs> <laughs> no, you'd be surprised. Well, he speaks it with um with Auntie, the one who's uh-huh. here. Um, but no, it's actually um Malenga's mom who speaks Bemba a lot, like even to me. She's the one who's tired of speaking yeah. English.
1: <laughs> it must be tiring.
0: Really? Do you think you'd get tired?
1: I have gotten tired several times. It was part of a culture shock experience when I was in Kigan.
0: You got tired of speaking English? Yeah, I actually
1: got to a point I would speak Bemba and just, like, if you don't get it, you don't get it, it's fine.
0: Did you, speak, did you speak Bemba before you spoke English?
1: I don't know, but...
0: So, how can you get tired? Like, if someone asks you what's your first language?
1: well again i think it's english because uh, because there's there's a whole list of languages that i can speak and i've spoken them at different stages of my life because of varying reasons Mm -hmm. right so but of all of these stages what has been consistent is english you get the whole vibe going on Mm -hmm.
2: right
1: yeah, so mm-hmm. I went from speaking, I don't know if I started with Bemba, but I went from Bemba to Nyanja, from Nyanja to Chewa to Tumbuka, and then back to Bemba. But in all of these stages, English was like a consistent variable, so I kind of, you know, went on like that. What,
0: what language is the voice in your head?
1: I don't know, but... Well, yeah, that's true.
0: Speak in your head, and what language is it?
1: It's it's Nyanja, I think.
0: Really? (laughs) No, but when I'm speaking English to you, do you have to translate it? No. No. In your head, I mean,
1: no. no. Well, it's because again, I'm I'm more comfortable. No, nah, no, I'm confused. I'm a confused person. Wait, I was I was about to ask you the same question, <laughs> yeah. but I realized it's the English. Yeah.
0: What language do you dream in?
1: English, unfortunately.
0: You dream in English, but the voice in your head is in Nyanja.
1: Yeah, but also I think it depends on what I am dreaming, on what I'm thinking. Like if it's something silly, it's usually in Nya. It's in Bemba, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Like because all of the memes, the the, the comedies and all of that you know you know the Coppola guys and the entertainment, you know.
0: Yeah.
1: So I've encountered most of it in Bemba, so I think it's because of that. But if it's serious, if it's scary, it's English and yeah.
0: Wow.
1: But you know one thing I love about myself? Mm. <laughs> 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 what? Wow. Yeah, what what is it? Um, What did I love about myself is that, (laughs) (laughs) yeah, I can speak Bemba, like speak it like I'm a native. Like I can speak Bemba, and somebody would think I can't speak Nyanja, and I can't speak Mm -hmm. any other language, even English. Mm -hmm. But most proudly, I can speak not Nyanja. You know, Nyanja is like an offspring of Chewa, right?
0: Yeah, yeah.
1: Yeah, so I can speak that Chewa, 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 like normal business.
0: Yeah. Come for me. Oh. <laughs> Yay. Thank <laughs> you, thank
1: you. Think you want
0: love? <laughs> That's good. Do you feel like the languages are um, dying out?
1: <clears throat> I wouldn't say either. Die- no, they're not. I think, okay. yeah, popular belief is that they are, but they're not. Uh, I think there's just more, people are just getting to know a lot of languages, more languages than they usually would. Mm-hmm. But I think, at least for, for Zambia, we're doing pretty good with preserving um languages.
0: That's good, because um, in Angola, like, their first language is Portuguese, which is the colonised language. Yeah. And a lot of um people like say um our parents generation like a lot of them don't speak the the native language.
1: So most of them speak Portuguese?
0: Yeah.
1: Oh wow.
0: It's like the grandparents who speak the native languages and then if they taught it to the parents then there's a few parents who maybe know a few words or something but a lot of say our generation don't speak it.
1: Then, so, what what would you think would be a way to preserve, because clearly it's dying out, so what, what do you think would be the best way to preserve that now? I think
0: it just needs to be spoken, like, go back to the village, go and talk to um any older people that you have, or, you know, like, li- in linguistics, there's a part of linguistics where they write it down.
1: Yeah.
0: Like, they write it down and then with the translation, so do that, like, keep books, oh. or if there's any... um. If there's any elders who have journals or something, like if they wrote diaries or whatever, like just keep it and preserve it, you know? Because this is our history.
1: Oh, just force them by making it an official language.
0: Oh, yeah, definitely. But what if there's not enough people who speak it? Like, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. like who would be... Like if the teachers can't speak it, then they can't enforce it in
1: schools. Oh, yeah, yeah. Actually, I think um, I think something... I don't want to say foolish, but foolish that's happening in Zambia I don't like is the fact that you can pass in all your subjects, that's your grade 12, right? You can pass in everything, but for as long as you didn't pass in English, you can't proceed to anything. You can't do anything, literally.
2: Oh Whereas really?
1: you can fail in Bemba or Chewa or even fail in mathematics, but when your results are out, it's a certificate. You've literally satisfied what is required of you at grade 12. But you dare not fail English. So, I think the reverse should be the case
2: mm-hmm. for,
1: for countries that are in the, like really need to preserve their language. Say Angola, right? I don't think it's mm-hmm. may, perhaps it might not be appropriate for Zambia as yet because there's still a lot of Bemba and Nyanja speaking going around. But I think for countries like Angola, they should just say, okay, you know what? We're not going to force you to speak it, but you have to pass in writing and speaking it to some extent. For yeah. You to get, yeah. Yeah. You know. Yeah. So I think. it
0: should be that way. Yeah, that's a good idea. Ooh you've got your um you've got your your graduate hat on, your future leader (laughs) Oh no um so now I want to ask you something. Mm -hmm. Um do you think I'm scared to ask you do you think the United Nations is another form of neo-colonialism.
1: <laughs> in many ways, yes.
2: Uh-huh.
1: I think the. I think the whole objective, in its innocence, is good, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. As to whether or not the making of the objectives was. Or, or trick uh, a lot of tricks are involved as a discussion for another day. but I think the objectives in their innocence are pretty good and mm-hmm. they would um, they would have a lot of support I mean they would uh, help a lot of African other uh, developing countries actually develop but I think there's a lot of uh, political and external influence that goes on in those agencies and those in the secretariat itself so, so yeah in many ways it has it has done a lot of harm to africans to be specific Africans. i don't mm-hmm. know for the other countries but their countries the problem that there are two sides to this equation the countries that are benefiting from it and then there are those i don't even know what's happening yeah. You get it? it's, yeah it's it's really sad in 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 those in those uh, and then again we are conflicted because on one end we're made to believe that the UN is like the epitome of being united and good principles and everything but when we look at what's happening it's a, it's direct to opposite for, for instance um the whole discussion about sanctions and all of that Right, Of course, it has very little to do with the UN, but I'm just talking about the level of advocacy and influence they have on issues to do with sanctions on countries like Zimbabwe. You wonder why in other cases they're very involved, and then in some other cases they're not very involved. The only time I see them very involved is during war. They are very involved in wars in Africa. Trust me, very Mm -hmm. involved. And they spend a lot of money on that. But you wonder why they don't give as much attention to these other... Oh, that you should so yeah
0: so um, do you like say um also I don't know if you know I'm sure you know this but Zambia has contributed like the most um peacekeepers I don't know if it's in the world, but I know it's in Africa mm-hmm. it's contributed the most um, peacekeeping personnel, but anyway, do you think um for example, with stuff happening, even in Zambia, with stuff happening in Nigeria at the moment, um, Cameroon, a lot of people have said um, like the UN needs to be involved, blah, 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 but then on the other side, there's the argument that, well, actually this is something like Africans need to fix for ourselves.
1: I think I, I I go with the guy that says this is something that Africans need to, to fix for themselves, but we can't ignore the fact that there's an ass, There's a truth to the fact that Western countries, through different agencies, are I are, are very involved when it's other issues, and very not as involved when it has to do with uh with such like like the end protests that just uh, that were happening and are still sort of yeah. happening in Nigeria. So yeah. I think it's a problem. I think it's not even a problem. I think it. For instance, the protests happening in Nigeria—that is Africans solving their problems, to be honest—and
0: oh yeah, I see. Yeah, like it, the mm-hmm. the people of Nigeria took to the streets to try and solve the problem of SARS.
1: Yeah, that's an awakening to a very large extent. I mm-hmm. think it's a step in the right direction, and if I know you know that it, most of them, if not all of them, were young people. So I think it's it's a good sign, to be honest. So. Mm-hmm. I think that is Africans solving their problems. I think a lot of countries should learn from them. And protests can take different forms and shapes. It's not always the streets that do it for other countries. For instance, Zambia, I don't think Zambia has a climate for that as at yet,
2: mm.
1: but it let us learn from the fact that, hey, at least it was an awakening happening in Nigeria. But then again, I think African countries could have done a lot more beyond the diplomacy they were doing. I, I don't think, I didn't even hear of any other head of state that issued a statement that was even to the very least diplomatic, let alone one that went and condemned the happenings in Nigeria. I mean, you they shouldn't have gone and said, hey, the government should do this and stop this, because of course, Nigeria is a sovereign state. But
2: mm-hmm.
1: what happened, the shooting of protesters, the the beating and all of that, the arresting, at least uh, I'm not a human rights expert, but at least I know you're justified to say, hey, you know what? Stop killing innocent protesters. So I think in that regard, African countries should do better. And then again, I hate to blame this on colonialism and the West, but it's also all of forms of governance that we would want to think please and satisfy people that gave us a democracy in the first place right so this diplomacy and how we go about our politics it's it's all borrowed from the western way of doing politics whereas when you look into our own history there was a lot of there was a lot of inter interconnectedness between kingdoms in africa and so what happened in one kingdom affected the other and you get it so and you know i think community is more of a thing back here than it is in other parts of the world right but then we are losing that sense of community because, again, our forms of governance are not particularly those that that accommodate community. I mean community at a broader and at least higher higher level. So all of that has to have a lot of redefining what community means to us. And I think more than the UN, I think the African Union should have taken a, a bigger step, more than the UN. I think the UN yeah, has its yeah. own problems and all of that. But I think for the African Union, they have no excuse. mm
0: mm-hmm. oh how educational thank you for answering
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh my god stop it
0: <laughs> um well i gonna say um i don't think i have anything else to say i'm trying to keep this a short one because sometimes the podcast episodes can go on for like an hour and a bit oh so um is there anything you would like to say do you have any um anything you want to bring up? You know, the table is yours.
1: Oh. Wait, I was thinking. But wait, how? I, I want to be a regular guest. I want to be here when everybody else is here. Why-, why do I get to be here only with you?
0: Oh, you want... Sorry!
1: Oh, <laughs> whoa! <laughs> but, um, well,
0: when the other guests were here, they were in the room, so... But with this um, software that I'm using, I can have more than one guest, so, you know, we can make it happen.
1: Yeah. That's pretty nice. But yeah, but, hey, before you leave, here's what I wanted to say. I I think... um,
0: Is this appropriate, Edward? Please.
1: (laughs) No, it's actually, it has nothing to do with you.
0: Oh, Okay.
1: (laughs) 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 <laughs> well, it had a lot to do with you, but now I've decided, okay, you know what, I'll give you a break. Good. And it's, it's, it's hot but here.
0: It's hot in Zambia, summertime.
1: It's super, I, I don't think it's been this hot ever.
0: Really, climate change, baby.
1: Mm-hmm. Oh, climate change. No, really climate, climate change, change interesting. real. Yeah. <gasps> it is real, isn't it? Yeah, it's real, of course
0: it's real.
1: Mm-hmm. You believe it's real?
0: Yeah,
1: that's good. You have to.
0: I think I'm gonna be dead before um most of its effects, you know, start to happen. I mean, I'm hope I'm I, I'm dead to be honest. <laughs>
1: yeah, because even the ones that we have right now, they're too much to bear.
0: Yeah, so more.
1: <coughs> so tell me, your two favorite Zambian artists. Mm,
0: my two. I think um, Chef One Eight Seven mm-hmm. and and who? Mm, you know, my second would have been Chanda Okay, but now I'm not sure how I feel about them. Are you doing something else?
1: No, I'm listening to you.
0: Okay, Um. but yeah, I'm not sure who my second would be. You, um, is it Abel Chungu?
1: Oh yeah, he's pretty good. Yeah, oh, by I the way, he's got, he's, he's got a new, you, you listen to Men Don't Cry?
0: Men Don't Cry? It's nice. Okay, I haven't heard it, but so I shall. It's pretty
1: new. I think it was the day before yesterday when he released it. Oh, okay. <clears throat> Yeah.
0: So yeah, I think he would be second, I think.
1: Oh, nice. Chef is a pretty good choice, I'm going to say. That's nice.
0: Thank you. I like his voice. His voice sounds a bit like he, Like... <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh my God.
0: Uh, but you know what I mean? <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, I get your point.
0: Like, he's got bark in his throat.
1: So does his brother. So does Maki too.
0: No, Maki doesn't really do it for me.
1: Though. Really?
0: Yeah.
1: Oh, by the way, I'm I'm releasing my mixtape and my EP next week. You wanna mm-hmm. buy? You wanna I support your you cousin?
0: A, I didn't know you had a musical. Um, you know,
1: I yeah, know a I, musical do. You. I do. I do. I'm pretty dope at rapping, so I'm releasing my album, and you gotta support your cousin's music. You gotta share it. Yeah,
0: the
1: the 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 mixtape is only ninety euros for for two for the one hour. uh. (laughs) Are you gonna buy it?
0: Well, you know, if you were actually releasing a mixtape, of course I would buy it.
1: Oh, that's nice. That's nice, even if it wasn't good.
0: Well, I'd have to buy it first to know if it's good or not. So, even if it's bad, I've already bought it.
1: Not that it would be bad. I mean, if anybody was to have a bad album or whatever song, it's you.
0: Wow, Edward, we were doing so well.
1: (laughs) Okay, let's go back.
0: Wow. (laughs) I can actually sing. Mm -hmm. I actually
1: can. No, you can't.
0: I can.
1: No, I can. You can't. We've come to this conclusion a lot of times. And please, just never force it. Never force it. You can't sing. Get it from me.
0: I can.
1: I, I will support you in everything else, just not singing.
0: Okay, well anyway, I'm just going to become a housewife, so I don't even need to sing to be a housewife. You do. I don't need to sing. Who am I going to sing to? The babies. Yeah, and they're going to, you know, they're going to love my singing. They're going to think my singing is good and that Beyonce's singing is bad.
1: <laughs> okay, <laughs> but I don't mind coming to sing for your babies because i mean,
0: <laughs> No, that's really fine. It's actually fine.
1: No, I insist. No. No, don't worry. I don't mind.
0: Okay. Um. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm just going to put wait. Joe on blast. I just need to put Joe on blast because I know he doesn't listen to this. But Joe is in love and he said he's going to marry his current girlfriend.
1: Oh, yeah. He actually does love
0: his girlfriend. Really? You met her, isn't it? Yeah. She's nice. Is she nice?
1: Of course I would i w I'm gonna say she's nice.
0: You don't
1: <sighs> do. She is nice. Are you just saying that? No she's nice. In every way she's <coughs> nice.
0: Melody, I wish I would I say a you. about you. I'm not nice.
1: Yeah, you're rude. At least to me.
0: Edward, have we met before?
1: Yeah. When? Are you gonna tell me on a podcast of, oh, we've never met before?
0: No, we haven't. We
1: have in Kabul. When? What? No, we haven't. We have. Oh my god. When? Oh, dang. First it now it's you? <laughs> no, man, no. No, we actually haven't, though. No. We have met. I was actually talking to Mum the other day and then she was telling me just. To... Do you remember you met Naomi, and I was like, of course. I mean, how would I forget that?
0: No, you, we haven't.
1: Ask your that. He's going to tell you, we've met before. Not meeting as in, hey, hello, we've met like as being in the same place for over a day.
0: Why didn't I say hi, hello, then?
1: No, I meant it was not a short meeting, as you would want to believe. Maybe you'd be like, oh, no, maybe because we didn't stay that long. But no, we, you did stay that long. I think the reason you guys don't remember me is probably because I've never had anything to say at family
0: gatherings. It's because we what?
1: (laughs) So it's because I've never had anything to say. To us? No, about anything. I'm usually, you know, just quiet and you know.
0: Subdued. Yeah, you're not loud like the lala. Like you. Oh. Anyway, guys. Thank you so much for listening. Um, I hope you've enjoyed it. This has been um, an unconventional form of podcasting for me. But if this works, then hopefully I can do it again. And maybe I can have Edward on with some more cousins um, so that this time we can roast him. Because, guys, this is actually... Anyway, guys, you know... For the majority of the podcast, we were doing really well. We were being nice to each other. When in reality, we don't even like each other. Let me just be real.
1: Oh, you just called me your favourite cousin.
0: He told me to say that before I started. Oh, before you,
1: you're lying. You he said, lying. Can
0: you call me your favourite cousin? So I did. I mean, he's my guest. <laughs> Let me make
1: him feel happy and comfortable. But thank you for um, having me now. You're
0: more than welcome. I hope to have you back. Thank you for the conversation. It's been really nice. I really appreciate it because sometimes I just get lonely, you know?
1: Yeah. I mean, what would you do without me, right?
0: I know. And even though you don't reply to my messages, I'm just going to keep forcing you to do a podcast with me so that I can talk to you.
1: That's even perfect. But This podcast is, is clearer than a WhatsApp phone call. We're going to be talking through podcast, So guys, Stay tuned for more content.
0: Yeah, for more of our conversations.
1: <laughs> Open up with Edward and Naomi.
0: <laughs> Great. Okay, now I'm going to go cook my dinner. What are you having for dinner?
1: Nothing. Water. What? No. Mm? Water. I'm on a diet.
0: Water. You're on a water diet.
1: hmm <laughs> yeah.
0: I'm, I need to go on a diet, but diets also aren't for me, so.
1: Yeah, same here. Still my last day.
0: This is your last day of water diet? When did you start? Uh, this morning. Last morning. You started last morning.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Okay. Anyway, Edward, enjoy your evening. Thank you for talking to me.
1: Bye. Say, say bye to, to, to everybody. The listeners. everybody bye, listeners. It was nice talking to Naomi while you listened. Till the Do next you want time to, um, next week.
0: <laughs> Do you want them to find you? Like you can find me at, at or you want to stay anonymous? <laughs>
1: Yeah, you can find me at um Edward Bell on Twitter. That's where it actually matters the most. Do
0: I, I, I don't follow you on Twitter.
1: You don't? I'm very active. You get really?
0: You're really active. Are you really active?
1: Super active. I tweet every thirty minutes, literally. Wow. That's what my so you
0: can tweet every minute, but you can't reply to my text messages.
1: No, it's because I think through tweets.
0: Rubbish.
1: So it's Edward Mbeo one guys. Just follow me for more. You know. Bye.
0: Wow, you're such
1: a liar. <laughs> you haven't even tweeted. No, no, not that one. No, not that one. Okay, let me send you the whole thing. Okay, Wait, did the listeners it. get what I said? Yeah, uh, what did you say? That I'm single. i <laughs> just single.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, no, now no. they've heard. <laughs>
1: <laughs>
0: Wait, so you're not getting married?
1: Who knows? I might get married to the person listening to this. Now we stop this thing. please. Go! I'm gonna get okay. upset with you.
0: If my future sister in law is listening, um, I love you. You
1: are weird. Oh, thank you. I love you too. Aww. I know you love me. I do. Aww. I wish I'd say the same about you, but I mean, I'll try. Okay,
0: anyway, bye, guys.
1: Bye.